cleaning out my daughter's room like last weekend. Um, I was like trying to make room and just looking through a whole bunch of stuff that like uh, we like just had all these things. Like her birthday's coming up, so like I want to make room for like just you know have her have more of an adult bedroom. Oh, okay. Or like least, you know, like where she, there's more space. So it requires getting rid of like some of the things that she doesn't like play with anymore. So you know, yeah. Prior to me throwing it away, I always ask, of course, because I don't want to like be like, oh, I, you know, gave that away. And, then, and it was um, super meaningful or something. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't want to be a dick. You know, I think my mom has done that to me a couple of times. Whereas, <laughs> you know, my mom would always threaten me and be like, I'm cleaning the house. If anything's laying around, <laughs> it's going in the garbage. I'm putting the cat in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, so yeah, so she has this like, she had this like Monster High Castle. And it was, I guess it was time she had stopped playing with it. And I, What's a Monster High Castle? Monster High is, they're like Barbies, but they're monsters. Oh, okay. You know, like Frankenstein's daughter and like different things. And they'll have like, they're all, they have like weird big heads. And, like like small, Bratz dolls? Yeah, but like their heads are a little bit smaller than Bratz. Okay. So I'm, I'm like disassembling in it, but I'm realizing like, you know, the sadness that like my daughter's getting older and like she <laughs> like doesn't want to play with this. It just started reminding me of like the innocence of like, you know, like that childhood innocence, is, you know, is getting less and less and less as yeah. she's getting older. So I was like really kind of like bummed out about it. So then like, I put it in a bag and I was like, then the second thing is like, am I going to recycle this? Because I don't know if I broke it while taking it apart. I'm going <laughs> to put it into the Salvation Army. So I'm probably going to take the Salvation Army. It's still here. I need to say this is about a week ago. I oh, so I can have it. Oh, you want it? <laughs> yeah, you can totally have it. Um, it's yours. Sure. But it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was, it was getting to me, you know, reminding me of like my childhood. And like, I was like, when I had a question, like my question would be like, I can't remember when I stopped playing with toys. Oh. Like, do you remember like when like dolls and stuff were no longer fun? Yeah. Last week? (laughs) I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't really remember from maybe fifth grade on Hmm. really playing with toys very much okay i had this really awesome um (laughs) i almost never had name brand barbies Mm -hmm. like you'd get the ones from the grocery store that just had like the plastic is not as like solid the hair is not as good yeah Yeah. and you could just cut the hair off and not feel bad about it or, or whatever but they probably and they probably cost you know three dollars or something yeah but my aunt got me I think probably for my birthday, I got the Barbie, and then for Christmas, got the Ken, the day and night Barbie and day Mm. and night Ken, which were amazing because you could take off their outfit, and everything was Velcroed together, so you just turned it inside out, and Mm -hmm. it went from being like a business suit, which her business suit was sparkly, fuchsia, spandex, but... Well, she was stylish, I mean. She was stylish, yeah. But she did have a briefcase. She had a she had a hat, which <laughs> uh, was amazing. So those those were a big deal. And I think I didn't get those... I didn't get those till fairly close before I was pretty much over playing with them right. anyway. But, uh, but yeah, that was, a, that was a big one. I don't I know. Think, yeah, I think I was like 13 or 14. I had my like my first kiss at fourteen, and then once I had my first kiss, I I think you know I was done with toys. What kind of toys? Like GI Joes and Transformers and things oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. You know, like I still have collectibles, but I don't like like the idea of making like these you know battles are just not the same. Oh, okay. You know, because now there's girls to battle. 
<laughs> okay. Well, welcome to Broken Corners. <laughs> I'm Karen. I'm Amanda. And in a fun way, by the way, battling battle in, in, in a fun, in a fun way. way. Yeah, the battle of the sexes. Exactly. Yeah. So today we're talking about childhood feelings. Yeah, just kind of like when do you, when when did you know it was over? <laughs> like when? I was thinking about this last night, and I mean, it's kind of a downer, but I never super duper felt like a kid. Uh, I obviously was one, but I didn't. I didn't really look at it that way mm. because I always felt like I had certain responsibilities and like I knew, I think, I think around third grade was when I knew that my grades would may, mean whether or not like I could get scholarship money and go to college or not. Okay. So it was pretty early and I think just sort of like with my dad's health issues and my mom being, you know, a little nutty nut and steam mm. that, uh, <laughs> you know, sort of. Just the daily walking on eggshells with her mm. kind of made me, it made me look sort of like faux mature. And then I also physically matured earlier than girls in my grade did. So, you know, like I had boobs in like fourth grade. Mm. And uh, so I always looked older. I always looked, once I hit puberty, I looked like four to five years older than I actually was. You like 30. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, so I was like. 12, I looked like I was 16 or 17, mm. which is kind of weird. But so I just never, yeah, so I looked mature and I thought I was mature. But then around my late 20s, I was like, oh, I missed some steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, and, and I kind of feel the same way, um, you know, like when I was um, like growing up towards, you know, the end of her life, my grandma, I was like, you know, around fifth and sixth grade, mm -hmm. you know, she started to get, you know, more and more sick. So like as... I started having like that kind of like when the lady would leave the the, the nurse or the attendant would leave, mm -hmm. uh, I would have to like you know look after her, and make sure she was fed, and like clean after her, like you know her, oh, wow. her bucket. So how often did the nurse come? Uh, I think she was there like three days a week. That okay. was very helpful. But then it was just like you know when she was all like you know I kind of had to do that because my sister was out you know in high school and doing high school friend things. Uh, I don't know. I just was also. More always, you know, I, I, and then you could probably relate as, you know, as a nervous person, you're always like not the one who's, you know, carefree and like, yeah. so, or just will not allow yourself to have maybe certain fun things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cause you, you know, I take everything with like a, like, you know, I, I'm skeptical. I'm like, Ooh, this is too much fun. Right. What's going to be the bill on this? You know, <laughs> like that I'm going to have to pay, you know, like, yeah. and I don't mean money. I mean like emotional, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think because of that, I would always find spaces to hide and like, you know, play with either play with toys yeah. or when I was, when I started like wanting, like when I was a kid, I used to write too and read. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like would do that. Um, so, you know, just like kind of like steal, steal myself's time right. away from it. And, you know, I guess that's where I would just hold on to that. And my, my childhood is probably there. Yeah. So I don't know. No, I felt that way too. That for me, it was uh, it was reading and yeah. singing because mm -hmm. it was kind of like the the approved activities that I actually really enjoyed. Right. That so I definitely you know did a deep dive with those because it was if I was reading, it was okay to just be in my room and be by myself. Mm. I was doing something; they knew what I was doing. Right. It was it was an acceptable activity. 
And with choir and stuff like that, that was a reason for me to, you know, sort of not to get out of the house or to not need to come back home sometimes. Right. Because it was, you know, like singing, singing, whether it was for school or a community choir or a church choir, that was sort of an understood thing of where. Right. You were. Yeah. Like like it was, she's safe because she's doing something that's wholesome. And it's decent. Yeah. yeah. It's a decent, acceptable activity for a young lady. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I was so even like um I mean having a child you got to get to relive your childhood again. Uh-huh. Um there's been like numerous movies that I've seen with with my daughter that I would not have liked it, but because I'm watching it with, you know, through her lens, I'm like, "Oh, this is fun." Oh, like what? Like well, like the one we talked about a couple of episodes ago, Frozen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frozen would be one of them. Oh, all those Disney movies, you know, like, um, or even anything like the those Descendants shows that are on Disney Channel. Descendants. It's the one with the children of the villains. Oh. Who were, uh, so the villains, uh, it's written by, uh, it's a book, and they kind of um, made them into TV movies. There's three of them. I thought you were talking about that, like, Insurgent, Divergent, Detergent. Oh, they, well, I haven't seen those. Yeah, I know Divergent, right? Yeah. And Insurgent, I see the one? Yeah. And there... then Detergent, right? Which is what they clean, <laughs> clean enough... the whole shit up. I, the third one is not Detergent, but I can't remember <laughs> what it is. Yeah, so the children of the villains, like, mm-hmm. um, who are the villains from Disney? Um, like... Uh, Ma- Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent's daughter is the main character. Okay. Uh, her name is Mal, and then they what have... about the the lady from 101 Dalmatians? Yeah, she has a son, Glenn um, Close's son. And they have uh, Jafar, son, adopted. Uh, why was he? Oh, most of the most of the male Disney villains distinctly seem gay. I mean, he, he yeah. wouldn't have to be adopted. No, he wouldn't. He could have had it with Maleficent. Either way, so they're the second generation. All the villains are, are, are banished to an island and they can't leave, right? So basically the good guys are, ba- you know, the son is, uh, Beast's son is about to take over. Okay. From Beauty and the Beast. So he was like basically saying that uh, I don't think that the children of the villain should pay the price of, the, you know, the sins of the parent. And Wait, he, who was saying that? Beast. Beast. Son. Beast's from son. From Beauty and the Beast. I'm so sorry, but are the people on the island just the children of the bad people? They're or? villains and children. So they, they banish the villains, and the villains have then have had sex, and they have... So it's like generations of villains on the island. So it's not just Beast Sun, but it's like Beast Sun with Maleficent. Yes. Wait, or, wait, no. but Beast from Beauty and the Beast wasn't a villain. No, he's the king of the good people. Oh. Quote, unquote. Okay. So they have, right, they have two separate islands. They have the shiny, beautiful island, and they have where they you know banished the bad people okay and the bad people villains right so that the they were trying to do a new like decree where let's let let's pick four let's have like a pilot program where we pick four of the children of the villains and bring them over to this nice place okay because it's not their fault and maybe they're not evil oh okay it's like good people interns right so then and then and all the hijinks that ensues after oh, this um, because they are a little evil no, it's not that they're evil. It's just that they're they're torn between growing up and what it's like, you know, where evil is respected. Oh, yeah. But even though they may not be evil. Okay. It's a so lesson it's, there so somewhere. So it's like if you are Dick Cheney's daughter. Right. Mary Cheney. Mary Cheney. You're going to have a hard time integrating into non-Cheney society. And it's, so you don't. 
Did Dick Cheney have more than one child? I don't know. Is Mary Cheney the? She's a lesbian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I guess anyone. Yeah. Uh, who else? That other person. Who's Lon uh, Cheney? Lon Cheney. <laughs> I heard lawn Cheney, <laughs> and I said that was a terrible joke. Lawn Cheney. Lawn Lawn Cheney. Oh no! It can't all be winners. No. Um. I don't even know where we're going with this. Uh, so, well, so okay. How far into the show is is it? There's three movies. There oh, may, it's movies. There may not be a fourth because one of the kids died in real life. Yeah. Anton Chekhov. No. No. Cameron Boyce. He's a 20 year old. Did he start that died like a month ago? Oh, what did he die from? <sighs> They're saying health complications. I'm okay. not sure about that. Right. No. Um, I mean, if you OD, that's a health complication. It's a good point. I don't know, but you know, it's another thing. Even that was like when, like, I was I was walking and I got the alert of my phone. I was like, oh, this kid died. Like, oh, that's sad. I'm like, oh, not how. I was wondering how like my daughter was going to take that. Oh yeah, you know, and, and she was pretty good. She was like, yeah, it's sad. I'm like, oh, okay, good, good for you. Good for you having feelings. Good for you distancing yourself and not being crazy. <laughs> For someone you don't really know. Right. Like, I think it, it's, and it is sad. I mean, the kid was 20, um, but that's the proper response. <laughs> Rather than, you know, someone, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe. <laughs> well, like, it's someone you don't know, right? I mean, yeah. if you, if someone you know, you, I think you, of course, you should be sad. So, uh, Epstein, J- Jeffrey Epstein, right? Mm. So he just killed himself. I thought you meant Juan Epstein from Welcome Back, Cotter. Juan Epstein. <laughs> the Puerto Rican Jew. Mr. Cotter. <laughs> uh, no, so Jeffrey Epstein just, quote unquote, killed himself uh, well, yeah. in prison. And But all I, every time I see a picture of him, I think about Tony Bourdain. Because they both had those big, like, lion heads. Yeah, he does. It's like A little um, bit, right? Bourdain. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so I've been thinking about him being dead. And it still sucks. Uh, but I don't like, you know, whale and gnash my teeth or anything, but I do still miss that guy. I don't. He killed himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time with that. He killed him with suicide? Yeah, because it's like, I don't. I guess maybe because I just feel like it's the ultimate selfish move. Mm. Because if you have like children or someone who cares about you. But yeah. I mean, but I also understand that there are people who have mental health issues that that take him to that point. Yeah. And I don't want to be callous about it. But um yeah, it's sad. But it also I I get why people would feel angry too. Yeah. I mean I don't like the I don't like the I don't like the people's response to say, well I don't understand why he was sad about it. He had so much money. I'm like mental health has nothing to do with like money or whatever yeah. the tv's just he's he had issues he was bummed out like you know like you know it's it's a fun, you know money could have helped him you know maybe seek the help but eventually the deeper you go he didn't it's sad like him robin williams oh yeah you know it's like ah jesus you know i don't know it's sad but you know at the end of the day yeah i'm trying oh I think I've really only known one person that killed themselves. It was uh, a guy that I worked with on Mackinac, and he killed himself during the off season. Mm-hmm. He had this really, really long hair. So did he off himself? Yeah, I tried. In to- the <laughs> off season, 
<laughs> that he, is. He and he and himself. <laughs> yeah, by those double negative laws. <laughs> he definitely. Yeah. They're getting better. <laughs> No, he was like a really skinny, uh, really skinny white guy that had sort of golden colored hair that were, it was, he was the first person I knew who had dreads. Okay. Like he was very like Michigan, like hacky sack, weed, right, soccer right, right. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was super sweet. Um, and I was really, I was really surprised when I found out he killed himself and he cut his hair off right before he did it. It's mm-hmm. one of those, it, it's so fun when people have long hair and they chop it off, it's yeah. so, it, it means something so much of the time. Right. Yeah. And then the next year we were at, <laughs> we were at Mackinac, uh, for New Year's and there were enough people there that the Catholic church, like there were lots of ties between the place where we worked and mm-hmm. the Catholic church. And so they had sort of like a game night dinner thing that we all got to go to. And that song Jumper came on. And I said to Brian, like, the song always makes me think of Scott. <laughs> and, uh, and and Brian said, why? And then I laughed like a jerk because I was like, Jumper, he, di- he killed himself. Is that the wish you would step yeah. back from the ledge, my friend? Yep. Mm. Cut ties with all the lies. How do yeah. you feel about yourself making that joke? It wasn't a joke. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I literally would hear the song Jumper and would think of that kid. But then when but then when, when Brian was like, Why? Then I you know Then you felt kinda of weird about it. Well that no, then I just laughed at Brian, then I felt like I was a dick for laughing at him about that for well, like two. You know, years. sometimes or you know, we People people got it coming. No, no. <laughs> no I mean maybe. I knew that's not what you meant at all. I mean maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Man. My grammar gets better by the minute. Gra- What's grammar? People got it coming. They, they're best too. I don't know. Have you ever <laughs> known anyone who killed themselves? Um, I don't think so. No, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. No, I, I think I knew people who would use like that rhetoric when we were teens. I, I, I would just oh, that like, they, would, they would threaten it. Yeah, I'm like, ugh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean. Hmm? You're talking to the wrong person because, uh, you know, I don't really make many attachments. <laughs> so, I'm not, so, like, so I'm, I'm not really the one to try to emotionally manipulate. Yeah, because that makes me just shut down harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not here to save you. <laughs> I can barely save myself. Yeah, you don't obviously don't have to say who, but like in your family. No, these were like friends, or oh. like at one point, I think it was an ex girlfriend did that shit. No, I was just like, mm, ah. this ain't this ain't hot. Yeah, there's something in me that when I feel like people are trying to manipulate me, just shuts down so hard. Yeah, when you when you hear when you feel the like the 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 carnival music behind it, like mm-hmm. like it's like some carny with some like <laughs> card game, and you're just like. I get turned off right away. Yeah. Yeah, there was something recently where I realized that I was reacting exactly like my dad, mm. where he would just distance himself from it. Like, he was a pretty he was a pretty open person, right. but when in those kind of situations like any uh like I always felt I when when my parents would argue, like I always felt bad for my mom cuz she cried mm-hmm. and my dad would just sort of sit back from it and wait for it to stop Mm. and 
I wasn't very sympathetic to that, but now that I'm older, like it is exactly how I behave with people. It's not necessarily ideal, but it's, it, I don't know, but I didn't recognize it until about six months ago of like, oh, that's exactly right. where I got that from. Cause yeah. Yeah. I can't. It's, yeah. If I, if people start crying, I kind of like, it's, uh, okay. Where, where's the door? <laughs> Like, if it's my child is one thing, but like... Yeah. Well, know. no, I mean, I'm not, like, afraid of people... Like, people showing emotion, I'm totally fine with. Like, I can hang in with you when that's happening. But um, as far as, you know, if, the, if it's... Theatrics? Like, if it's, like, theatrical, like, way too much, and you, like, you know that the moment doesn't really call for it? Well... Or maybe it's fake, or... Well, or just that it... it that that should change my position... Mm. that kind of doesn't work for me which is super cold but you know yeah it's like um how i feel when i was watching the last debate and i forgot who was they got the talks got uh into it was it was elizabeth warren and, mm-hmm. and i like elizabeth warren but she started like talking about one like specific family so she had the antidote with like a specific family Who's going through some real shit, I would imagine. I don't think she'd make that up. Yeah. At least I hope not. Um, but it was just like, I definitely feel bad for the family. You know, I definitely have sympathy for them. But yeah. being used as a tool in a debate yeah. totally makes me angry and turns me off. Well, like when they do that at any, the State of the Union and where they have the example people yeah. that they point to, mm-hmm. that's just... It's so gross. It's sort of tacky, like big time tacky. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's yeah. I I I mean I don't. Yeah. I mean, talk about loss of innocence. Politics, right? <laughs> like, but uh, <laughs> am I right, ladies? Am I right? Yeah. No, I I, I can't even. Um, you know, but like I think that. Um, I mean, going back to the idea of childhood, or I don't want to say childhood, but this idea of wonder mixed with like idealism. Mm. And like a lot, like when we get older, we get more cynical, right? Mm. Well, at least I do. <laughs> so, um, I do appreciate if we can somehow capture and bottle some of that, like, youthful naivete, yeah. so to speak. Exuberance. Yeah. Like, you know, that things, things are going to change and, you know, things, um, uh, yeah, I don't, and I, and I, you know, it's one of the things of like hope. I guess hope is a big thing. And, you know, I kind of want, I want to make sure that my daughter just keeps not yet those, like. Like we're locked in. This isn't getting any Yeah, that she remains hopeful that, you yeah. know, that there's still, like, there's always a chance. And, like, I think, you know, they say what most cynics are. What are they, what's the, what's the saying about uh, their idealists who've had their heart broken or some bullshit like that? Yeah. So, or, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know. Oh, is something like. The most cynical people are idealists whose dreams didn't come true. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And I, and I, listen, I mean, you know, dream, all the dreams can't come true. But at least if you are still hopeful and you're fighting for it, you know that you're not jaded. And you still have the capacity for different dreams, maybe. Yeah, and that you realize that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That you just that you remain hopeful. I just want to remain hopeful. I don't want her to be jaded. And yeah. I, I, I think that comes with childhood. I, I think. That she's had a pretty good childhood in spite of her parents separating. But that's like, that's like the United States. I mean, like, yeah, you know, like the idea of separated, you know, divorce um, homes is not really a thing. You know what I mean? Like it may be in somewhere in one of these states, but everyone 
it's a lot easier now. I, I think when, when my parents separated and I went to school, there wasn't like maybe two kids that had like, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, a yeah, single... like it just wasn't the norm. Yeah. And it was like, now it's like, oh, the TV show is about it and like this and that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think that's a factor. So I, I think she's pretty lucky. I mean, I would switch places with her. <laughs> oh, parent trap. <laughs> yeah. And then go through the no, because then if like if I was to go through like junior high right now, she'd have no friends when she switched back. Oh my god, the idea of you <laughs> having to listen to the music. Oh my god, or listen to the drama of like she didn't respond fast enough back to me my message on Instagram. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's garbage. I don't know if I super duper believe in innocence as a concept. I. Th- think it's kind of romanticized because oh, sure i don't know i i don't know the i mean if i think it all depends how you grow up how much awareness mm-hmm. you have of the potential for cruelty in the world yeah i guess when i mean innocence i guess like not <laughs> there are times like i'll i'll like, I'll see all the angles on something in the TV show or movie mm-hmm. because, A, I've watched the same formula in every TV show and movies for a number of years. But also, like, like the thing, these, like, things that, like, I don't know, like, have seen this different things. But, like, I guess maybe it's still black and white, you know, for them. Like, for children, it's still, oh. like, there's good and there's evil. Right. And there's no, there's no in between. Um and, you know, the good thing about TV is that there's always this anti-hero, right? Most TV shows have an anti-hero, and then he becomes the hero, right? <laughs> and then, then that teaches yeah. people that people are allowed to change. And, like, sometimes what you see on the on the, the face, you know, don't take anything at face value because people change or things change. Yeah. But right now, like, you know, when we watch wrestling, she's, you know, the face and the heel, she's like... She tends to like the heels more. Yeah. Because they kind of act out and they're like, because she's, you know what I mean? It's kind of fun to like bad people because that's yeah. something you, you, you generally don't get to do. Well, in wrestling, it seems more genuine than the than the good people. What do you mean? Like the, yeah, it's it's usually more fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course that person, because usually the good person is very square. Yeah. So... Um, you know, it's most, I guess, I guess it's like Superman, right? Very Superman is very boring sometimes. Right. Um, well, in, like in writing, they call it a Mary Sue when the character is too perfect. Mm. So in the, I guess I'm trying to think of classic Mary Sue's. One of them in the, you know, the Clan of the Cave Bear series. <laughs> you almost just spit. I almost spit. What the, <laughs> the Clan of the Cave Bears? Yeah. Okay. Please enlighten me. <laughs> It's the series that's seven, seven or eight books uh, that's back. There was a movie that Daryl Hannah starred in that she just didn't do so hot in back in the 80s. Ten? No. No, it was, no, it's called Clan of the Cave Bear. No, I mean, just, just name <laughs> Daryl Hannah movie. <laughs> she, was, she was good in Steel Magnolias, but that doesn't, that doesn't wipe everything else out. Anyway. Uh, no, Clan of the Cave Bear, it's set back in prehistoric times, and it's about a point where the sort of Neanderthal people and the Cro-Magnons were both inhabiting space at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so the the Neanderthals 
their their language wasn't verbal. It was all through, it was all through, not American sign language, but it was through sign language. And they had these giant skulls. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of their learning was all just about memory. Mm-hmm. And it basically, the, the there's this little girl who's, who's, wait, I'm getting the two of them confused. Cro-Magnon, like us, in her, there's an earthquake that kills her people. Mm-hmm. And she ends up being adopted by a tribe of the Neanderthals who think that she's um, stupid, (sighs) basically. Uh, But it's, so it's this fascinating story of her and they also, their, their life cycle is shorter. So she's expected to be like much more mature than she actually is. And she ends up having a child at the age of like 10 or 11 with them. And it's a it's a rough book, but so then she ends up getting ostracized from them at the end of that first book, and goes and lives in this uh, cave by herself, and adopts horses and like a mountain lion, and makes all these crafts, and just learns to live on her own because mm-hmm. she doesn't know there's any other people. Right. And then eventually, like these two hot young guys on a journey from Russia come through, and she uh, she ends up like going back through and meeting the sort of regular people, but she's becomes this almost ambassador for, uh, for the Neanderthals mm-hmm. because everybody, all, everybody else thinks they're an abomination, right? but they're in like talks about them being animals, but they're obviously not animals that, and that's why they're hated so much. Mm-hmm. So, but she is, but so this, this main character is just sort of perfect at all times. Okay. And so that she's, that's why she comes off as sort of a Mary Sue because she, uh, she doesn't have a whole lot of, she really like doesn't have a mean boat in her body and it right. goes on forever. And there are no flaws or anything. They're, yeah. And there's no character arc. It's a, yeah, but it's, it's a really, it's, well, her character arc is that she, so in the in the Neanderthal society, women are very, very, very subservient, mm-hmm. and they don't ever question it because it's just part of their their sort of it's been part of their culture for so long, and so <laughs> her learning to stand up for herself over time and mm-hmm. be more assertive is a big part of it. But it's a really good series of books. But the thing that for children. No. Oh, okay, okay. No, and that's what I was about to say, is it is sort of disgustingly adult. Okay. Because, it's not disgusting, but it's funny because the, she ends up in a couple mm-hmm. with this guy, and he, there's this tradition of people going on journeys when they're young to visit other tribes. Mm-hmm. So they basically come all the way from, from Russia to France when he meets her, and so then he wants to go back to his people. Mm-hmm. So then they have to journey back across Europe. And they just have sex like every thirty six feet. the The books where they're going back, it just is like nonstop the same. They have sex the same way, just over and over and over and over again. And she describes it in the same detail, probably like in the course of the series, like fifty times at least. It's so funny. Like it's this, very odd. It really is. It's a it, it's a good series, but it got to the point. It was so ho hum. How many times there had been the same sex scene that it would just be like, oh god, flip forward twenty pages. Okay, we're good. There's more plot. I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs> I really don't. I no, I never heard of that. Plan I, of the Cave Bear. I wouldn't say look the. I wouldn't say look the movie up, but the book is good. Plan of the Cave. Clan. That's why I thought you said the first. Clan, time. like the Ku Klux. Oh. Or the Ku Klux, if you say it correctly. Oh, it is Ku, isn't it? It's Ku. It's Ku. 
<laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. What I was going to say yeah. is I have a coworker who asked me this question as she listened to the show. Her name's Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Um, she said, do you remember your earliest memory of your birthday party or celebrating a birthday? <laughs> uh, I never really had birthday parties as a kid. Okay. Like my aunt and uncle would come over and there'd be a cake. Yeah. But no, I don't. Do you? No, I don't. I remember. <laughs> That's why I was also because I've, you know, packed away so many things that I don't want to talk about. Oh. <laughs> um, but I do remember when I was like, I turned 14 and I was hanging out with my stepsister and I guess we were supposed to have a cake, but we were late because she got hammered. She got drunk on this drink, this Cisco. I don't remember. Like, no, it was like this cheap alcohol that people, the kids used to drink. So I was fourteen, so she was fifteen, and she just got hammered. And... Wait, oh, it's Claude's daughter. Yeah. Okay. And they got wait her. They they it's her and some young man that she was messing with. They just disappeared and went off somewhere, and I was just hanging. Like I don't know. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So by, by the time we got back to my house, it was like eleven o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and like they, there was no cake for me. They took the money for the cake and bought Chinese food, <laughs> and I was very upset because I didn't have cake. Yeah, not having cake is gonna. Yeah, that sucks. I'm trying to think of anything earlier. I don't remember really. Remember, I, I'm sure there's pictures somewhere, but I can't really remember any birthday celebrations. Yeah, that's why it's so funny. I read, I read on Slate. Like I said before, it's mm -hmm. all all advice columns at right, this right. point. <laughs> uh, but like. When they talk about probably probably once a week, one of the questions for the child rearing column is right. about some drama around birthday parties oh and the God. etiquette. And we had a party. We had a party where all the kids in the class came huh. to the bowling alley, but then seven kids got to go for a sleepover. And how do you handle it that the other kids see the see the sleeping bags and yeah. stuff like that? And I'm just like. What the hell? I mean, I definitely went over. We didn't really have people over. So, but like, I definitely went over to other people's houses for birthday parties, but not, I don't know. It's just so crazy. The spectacle of what people do now. Oh, and let me tell you about my daughter's birthday party we're having next weekend. It's at a rock climbing place and is. Are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. I didn't even know. I didn't know this was coming right now. No, no. I, it's at a rock climbing place and it's, it's like a thousand dollars for the whole thing. <laughs> So I gotta split that with her mom, and then I gotta get. Well, I already ordered the cake, and and then like, but then like she has a whole list of people who she's inviting, and then one of them didn't reply in a way that she was a you know that she thought was a way someone should reply to an invitation. So there was tea there apparently. Um, oh no! <laughs> Do you think that little girl listens to this podcast? I, I don't think so. No, um, that's good. But yeah, it's it's so it is weird, and it's like. Who gets, who makes the cut, who, you know, and, and these kids, like, they're emotionally invested in all this. Yeah. You know, and then they start, like, you know, they start having um, these chat rooms, and sometimes they all, like, they, like, insult each other in these chat rooms. I'm oh, really? Like, like you're on, like, what platform? Um, Like the, what do you call it, the Google one, Google Play, Google Plus, Google Talks, Google Hangouts, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Google, Google, Google? Uh, or WhatsApp. Yeah. 
And like, you know, I mean, I'm glad that my daughter is open enough to tell me like what's going on, but I'm also like, dude, those, all those kids are pieces of shit. Like just tell them that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they've done nothing. (laughs) Oh my God. I can, I can't imagine dealing with that. I can't imagine being a kid with a cell phone Yeah, and like having these, like this virtual world where like your value is like how well you lie. You know what I mean? Cause like, you know, like, um, they call it curating. I call it fake news. No, um, I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't really, social media is really good for a lot of things, but it's also really bad for a lot of things as well. Yeah. I don't know. I remember one time I didn't have a lock on my locker. So people like put a mean note in my locker, you know, that said like, Oh, it was sixth grade. And all I had in my locker was this this bag that was like probably a bowling bag. It wasn't a bowling bag. It was more like a knitting bag from a thrift store mm-hmm. that I had like two maxi pads in. That was the only thing I left in that locker because my shoes had gotten stolen. And I don't know why I had lost my lock or something. Like I didn't clip my lock shut and so the lock got stolen. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the money to replace it and I didn't want to tell my mom. And so I just was like, oh, I just want to have a lock. And then my shoes got stolen. So then I was wearing my brother's shoes uh, that were like four sizes too big for me. But yeah, so I like, I don't know. Somebody left me a note that was like, if your period hurts so bad, why don't you take some Tylenol? That's that's, that's advice. Is it? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You got that no fortune cookie. <laughs> that would be terrific. But I was just like <laughs> lucky number seven, twelve, four. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I never said my period hurts so bad. I just kept these two maxi pads in my locker. Maybe it was a people teacher. are so fucked up. Maybe it was a teacher. <laughs> it was a teacher. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, I. So I can't like. I know that made me feel really weird and like, yeah. who's coming at me like that? You know. But like, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine having that in a chat room at home. Yeah, I mean. I think there was something where, oh, it was over Stranger Things and, like, they were talking about it and then, um... God, I wish that show would get canceled. My daughter was like, please don't spoil it for me. And then they just started, like, like basically talking shit. Like, oh, let's kick her out and whatever. So I was like, yo, just leave. Fuck yeah. those people. And I tell her, I literally just said, fuck those people. Like, they're all pieces of shit. Because yeah. all these kids are pieces of shit. Including my child. <laughs> like... <laughs> you're just trying to figure it out like ugh. but you gotta let them figure it out like they have to do it on their own which is weird yeah because they're just gonna... the whole like being separate people thing yeah Ugh. and even when like, i i wouldn't have done that it's <laughs> <laughs> so supportive i love it uh, i don't know he's, he's, you said the vote on that one let me ask you a question did you read catcher in the rye i did that's, that's holden caulfield yes What's that's, did, do you like it? I do. It's it's about preserving childhood and innocence, which is why I had it in the notes. <laughs> it was in the notes. Oh, um, but yeah, it was just reminding me like how you know, like I guess the metaphor is children are falling off a cliff and that they they fall. So he's a catcher in the rye who you know, tries to prevent them from hitting the the. So there's a cliff at the base of which is a field of rye grain. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a metaphor. And he's in the field. He's a catcher in the rye to catch the fallen children. Oh. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's the metaphor. What's the plot of that book? I really don't remember. I read it like over twenty years ago. <laughs> the metaphor. No, no I'm just me. punishing you for putting things in the notes. That's that's your loss of innocence on this podcast right oh. now. 
Well, you guys, it's been great. Yep. It's been great being here with you. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, you can check us out on all forms of social media. Uh, you can send us an email. Uh, we have uh, brokencorners at gmail.com. We yeah. have, you can go to brokencorners.com. Oh, there's also an opportunity to review, rate, and subscribe. That's true. That's, that'd be great. Yeah. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, what else do we want? <laughs> feedback, conversation. Send us something. Send us an email. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Oh, we'll see. We'll see you next week. See you next week.